What's up? It's your girl Sin. I got with me all the way from Louisiana Duke. He's a recording producer. He records a lot of music out there for a lot of hot artists. Um, so glad you came on my show. It's a it's an honor and a privilege. Um, how's your day going today so far? Oh, it's okay. okay. Just getting started. Another day in the office. All right, that's cool. So you in your studio right now. Um, that's cool. So um, is that where you're mostly at these days? Because um, the quarantine been just staying there. Yeah, oh, uh, it gives me a reason to be in here more, which is not a bad thing. But you know, this is pretty much how I make my money every day. So and it's fair to say that. Oh, okay, that's what's up. That's cool, you know. Yeah, I'm having a good day so far. It's still early. Um, it's still early out here. Um, but so far, it's, it's been cool, you know, like with the quarantine and the COVID, can't really do much out here. I know you told me, too, like, there's a lot of restrictions out there. Like, how has it been for you since the quarantine? Has it, like, affected you in, in any way, the, um, the COVID, like, these last, like, as far as the restrictions lately? Yeah, uh, more in a good way than a bad way because, you know, even though there's nothing to do right now because of all the restrictions, um, you know, it gives you a reason to put more time into doing things that you might have not been spending time, more time on, like, you know, just doing a lot of projects that I've been wanting to work on now I have the time to do it but so why not you know got a lot of time to learn research things because you're in the house all day or in the studio all day you know I I turn the negative into a positive by learning a lot during the whole pandemic now we actually did get our restrictions lifted not too long ago um to like phase three of our reopening where I think certain spots and bars were able to open up, but we started having more rising cases. So now we're back to phase two, which they uh, started that like right after Thanksgiving, I wanna say. But I think we almost out of that phase because they only said it was gonna be for a month. So I don't know. I don't know what the next phase is gonna be because this is a modified phase two they change a few things from the first time it was phase two. So I don't know, it doesn't affect me much cause I'm not really doing much anyway. I'm focused on certain projects personally that I'm working on, which hopefully not just people in Louisiana are gonna be able to experience and find out about. So I'm just gonna throw that sound bite out there right quick for anybody who's paying attention. But anyway, um, yeah, I was forced to work on a lot of personal projects and I'm glad I did because I think I'm gonna really be able to do what's been past due for me in my whole life. Finally, I'm gonna be able to push go on it. And I'm not the only person involved also. There's a few other people involved. I don't know how many people know already about me, but you know, uh, I don't only work with, you know, hot artists in the studio and record their music, but I'm an artist myself. So being that I haven't done anything as an artist in a while, 
like actually myself, I was always in a group, but I'm finally gonna do something where I consider this is all me. So that's what I've been waiting to push go on, even though it's late in my career, it's still gonna happen because I feel like everybody needs to finally experience what everything all me is, you know? But that's I'm, what's I'm, up. I'm that's what's up. You're spending more time on yourself. Cause like I don't think like I know I'm I've known you for other artists. I don't think I really heard like one song you did with and it was with some other artists too. So it would be cool yeah. for you like to break free. You're kind of like Bobby Brown, huh? <laughs> you're gonna break free and do your own thing. I I'm I'm interested to see. Like, um, so, so far, have you written uh, like a couple songs? Are you working on an album or what do you plan on doing? Well, the thing about that is I've been working on stuff on my own, like mm -hmm. pretty much my whole career, but none of it is released because I'm always in a group. And some of the things that I'm, you know, working on on my own, other people can't, you know, mm -hmm. they either don't fit on it or they don't like it or whatever it is mm -hmm. for some reason, whatever I'm what I consider is all me mm -hmm. not people can can you know fit on it so yeah. that's why it's going to be a very unique project and that's what's been taking me so long so I have songs that's going to be on here that's probably been written five six years ago wow but nobody's going to know nobody's going to know that because it never came out so do you think the songs are relevant for today because they were written so long ago? You think they're still going to be relevant today? Yes. And that's what one thing that been standing out about my record, my record label slash artists or whatever, that we make music that's timeless. Mm -hmm. Okay. So for anybody who don't know this part, I know they got people who do, but uh, the example of timeless music is basically the record that we have that actually did something, the Cupid Shuffle. So everybody who's not aware that of the people who in the background of the Cupid Shuffle, that's, you know, people like me, my brother, Mr. Fat, who actually produced the track, mm -hmm. you know, it, we all from here, Lafayette, Louisiana. And that was made, that Cupid Shuffle song was made in 2006. Yeah. Still relevant today. It's still selling today. It's still being used. You know, there's more modifications and other versions of it coming out today. So, you know, we're able to make music like that, but consistently. So that's why like, I can pull the old song probably update the music a little bit and make it sound like it's something that was really like was recently worked on oh, so, okay so you had to do a little tweaking with the song to make it a little bit more yeah, up to date yeah. right oh, okay yeah because some like because you know like old classic rap is not the same as rap now you know a lot of rap now is like they really don't talk about much but it's I, it's a completely different you know like that's how i was wondering how you're gonna mix it in so the stuff that uh, that's on your, um, you, are you going to be like, is it more for the ladies? Is it like a particular audience you're trying to attract or you just, um, you want to just get it to everyone? That's a good question because that's actually been something that 
I've been kind of skeptical about as I'm working on these songs. So, mm -hmm. of course, I'm a little bit older in age now. So there's mm -hmm. certain things that I can't still keep talking about in songs. You know, I'm older yeah. now. So my biggest, you know, challenge is trying to still be my age, but mm -hmm. not sound like I'm old and still, yeah. still be able to attract younger people to want to still listen to the music even though i might be talking about some grown man stuff uh -huh. you know i don't want to sound like i'm a old rapper yeah so that's yeah the challenge. you know that's was taking a little time to get right to make sure i'm not sounding old but still making music that you know people my age can listen to and also a younger age so we yeah. don't get that right i mean we a lot of things we could figure that out too yeah you could actually teach some of these young guys you know about you know about romance love and how to you know like from an older standpoint because you know a lot of these songs are talking about mostly sex and and drugs and different stuff and like disrespecting women like at the same time so maybe you could give your spin on it even though it's you know it don't have to be completely old but you know like i mean like you could give your spin as being a more developed and educated, you know, experienced person, maybe have like a better take on it. That and that well, you know, last point. You know what that is though? This is what I honestly think about making that topic sound either old or young, if you want to say it like that. Uh -huh. See, the younger generation, what I notice being that I record a lot of them, what I notice is uh -huh. a lot of them are not taking enough time to actually work on their songs. Uh -huh. Like some of them actually come in the studio and come up with the song while they're behind the mic. Yeah. So easiest way to break down a topic as far as sex is to be as vulgar as possible. You know, fill in a lot of words with curse words because that's easy to say, uh -huh. you know, and just put it straight out there. Like they don't know how to say like, okay, I'm going to do this to a female. They don't know how to say that without being vulgar. Mm -hmm. Like, you could say the same message yeah, without yeah. being vulgar. And start being right, straightforward with it and say, I'm going to put it in your um, and I'm going to do this to your um. They can't dress it up and make it sound clever. Yeah, a little bit more. Make, make that one line last for about four lines. You know, they don't know how to do stuff like that. So that's why that's all that's all it is. Like I'm mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm a, I'm trying to transition from just come right out and throwing the, the exact message in your face mm -hmm. and just kind of yeah dress it up in a more clever way. You know that's that's gonna elevate your uh your vocabulary and your level of, you know, your lyrics and stuff like that. Just just doing that one little simple thing. I think a lot of them are lazy. They don't want to take time and really build a song. They just want to go in there and get it done. And that's why you got the most filthy, vulgar, straightforward, no filter lyrics that's taking over the game now. It's You know, it's just be a lot of lazy rappers and a lot of lazy artists out there. That's my opinion on it, though. That's not saying it's facts a lot of people that do music might not like that but i just call it like i see it you know 
Yeah, um, I did talk to a lot of high interviews, some people, and they say they don't. They they um, write on the spot, and then some people think it over. So, um, do you have you? Do you think like you think um, thinking it over and actually not just doing it right away is better format for most people? Because everybody has their different ways. Like I see people that could just come up with a song like right off the head, and I know people that take time and write it down. So, I don't know. It's kind of they got a lot of people. There's very there's fewer people that can actually come up with a great song right then and there, but there's 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 more people that can't than the people that can, and the people that can't they obviously show it they obviously show that because when they get behind the mic and try to just hurry up and record a song that they didn't think of the song is trash, so like your your, your results are let us know what it is if you really do sit down and take the time with your music we're gonna hear that if you don't but you're not that good at not taking the time with it then we're gonna hear that too if you're good at it we're gonna also hear that so yeah. it's all up to them what they want to do with their music because you have the control on how you want to sign you want to take your time and do it right i think that's better that's the way i go yeah. it's not for everybody some people can get behind like i actually record a few of them that all they do is they pull up the beat they listen to it for maybe two minutes and boom they ready to record they coming up with the whole song behind the mic and it sounds great but there's not many people that can do that good like that so if it's not if it's not working out for you like that then you need to take more time on your stuff yeah yeah that's some good advice for people out there you know some artists out there and you you being more experienced that's some good good stuff to know mm -hmm. so i'm looking forward to um when do you think you're going to release this this um secret album well you said it you said it it's a secret album it's a so secret <laughs> i don't have a, i don't have i don't have a release i don't have a release date you know i'm gonna do something like very uh unique and unorthodox i'm not gonna tell anybody about it so only people who watching this interview probably gonna know that i'm even working on something uh -huh. but one day out of nowhere i'm just gonna post the link with my album on it and boom i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna mm -hmm. advertise i'm not gonna warn anybody i'm just gonna post the link and see how many people click on it and find out what it was I posted and let that speak for itself. Why? Because I know that everything that comes from that is going to be genuine. Okay, you found it important enough to click on a link that I posted with no description. So you was already interested in something. Uh -huh. Listen to it. If you like it, you're going to repost it. If you don't like it, you're mm -hmm. probably going to act like you never clicked on the link and that's great for me too because I don't want to know if you don't like my stuff anyway do you so you don't want people to know like do you take criticism harsh when people tell you like stuff I I all right I'm better at that I used to not be able to take criticism but I learned as I got older that that's actually good mm -hmm. so uh I'm way better at taking criticism now but sometimes when you put a lot of hard work and time into something, you still don't want to hear it. So that's kind of the reason why I'm always by myself when I'm working on anything, because 
I don't want to hear criticism while I'm creating. Mm-hmm. I just kind of want to do my own thing and let, like, if something is wrong, I'm going to catch on to it and, and fix it, you know? So that's with me and criticism. But once it's, once it's already done, it already passed my test. So the criticism really doesn't matter to me. I approved of it. I like it. I thought this was good enough to put out there to release. You know, I think my judgment is pretty, pretty good now at this point in my life mm-hmm. on that. I wouldn't, I don't really care about criticism no more, to be honest. If, you, if you're giving criticisms, it might be genuine criticism and it might be people that just, just hate, but I can't, I can't determine who's, who's who when they giving criticism. So I just don't worry about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. You know, it's, it's, I think criticism is good. I know sometimes it's hard to hear because you don't want to really hear it, but it's good to like, just to know what people think sometimes of what your art or your work. So I think that's good. So, you know, I'm excited. I can't wait. Um, Everyone look out. What's your Instagram name again? Just in case people don't know. Instagram. Uh, I'm not as active on Instagram. Where are you going to drop your link at on your Facebook? Yeah, on both. I'm going to do it on both. Uh, But my Instagram is at DukeDog84. And that's Duke, D-U-K-E, dog, spelled D-A-W-G, 84. And you write it all as one word, DukeDog84. And you can type DukeDog the same way on Facebook and you'll find me on there too. All right, for sure. We're going we gonna to keep y'all posted. I can't wait. Um, but let's talk about some stuff going on. Um, we had the game yesterday. I don't know. I'm a Warriors fan because I'm in the Bay Area. Um, I know you got a different NBA team being out there in Louisiana. Um, but I don't. did you watch that game with the Warriors and the Sacramento Kings or did you not? I don't think you saw it, huh? Mm-hmm. Um, with, I never saw that game. Uh, but... Um, yeah, we had the fantasy basketball draft last oh, night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were doing the fantasy basketball. But, I was um, uh, in appointments before that as well. Okay, we're going to talk about how that went after. But um, <laughs> I, um, I'm i kind of sad because the Warriors went against the Sacramento Kings. They're uh, also a Bay Area team out here in California. And the Warriors, um, this is one of their second games. The last game they did win, Steph Curry did show up on the court they did fall short and they lost um by like they lost by two points so it was a really good game um I'm hoping that the Warriors win um um I'm like I'm a real I'm more of an like a basketball fan than a football fan like who who are you interested in seeing like play as far as NBA who is your team well, my team is definitely the hometown, well, not hometown, but home state team, uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. Oh, okay. You know, <laughs> we we haven't been uh looking too well lately, but I think what we're what we are building now after mm-hmm. the Anthony is BS, you know, I think okay. we we pretty uh we should be pretty decent this year. With Zion and Brandon Ingram and our uh, new center, Steven Adams, I think we might be able to do something, you know. I'll, I'm, I'm waiting to see. I can't give a prediction. I, I don't know what that team is going to do. It's totally different than the team that we had two years ago. Yeah, a lot of different new players, a lot of new players on all teams. Um, 
So who do you see going to the playoffs? I know it's kind of early. It's just the preseason right now, but who do you, I know you want to see your Pelicans go, but um, I, I kind of see the Lakers being there, but um, who do you see, who do you see the matchup or who do you want to see as a matchup? You mean on the West? The West and the East Coast, I guess, as far as like the matchup. Oh, you mean like, so you want me to t- predict who, who's going to be in the finals? Or just in the in finals, the, in the finals. Who you think in, the in the finals? In the finals, if we're going to judge that right now, yeah. based on the talent on each teams, mm-hmm. I would say the Lakers against the Nets. The Lakers against the Nets. Okay. Okay, definitely. Um, they're actually playing today, so we're going to see how they do against the Cavaliers. Um, are, are you going to watch that game? Um, I don't know. They got a few games playing. I might be able to catch one of them. I'm, I'm going to see. I'm going to go see what they got. In, uh, but whatever games I don't watch, I always go check out the updates and highlights on them anyway, so I'll, I'll, I'll end up seeing whatever happened on the games I missed. Who do you got for like the Knicks and the versus the Cavalier? Who do you think gonna win that game? I don't know, maybe the Cavaliers. I like, uh, they they did do good in uh, acquiring new players with Andre Drummond. I think the guards that they have are pretty good. They up and coming and, you know, got experience under their belt now, so. The Cavaliers are actually going to look decent this year. So they, I'm pretty sure they're going to win that game. I don't see uh, how New York is so much better to where you'll actually have to be like, oh, yeah, New York got that. No, it's not a, you know, Cavaliers look better on this one. So I think Cavaliers will win that game. I mean, it's just preseason as well. So not yeah. everybody is uh, paying attention. Gonna, gonna go as hard as the games that's gonna count so keep that in mind as well yeah yeah it's kind of yeah it's kind of just a preseason right now but it is kind of like giving you a sense of like how the teams are going to play together because a lot of the new members how they match up together um definitely with the Warriors is different because um a lot of people are missing but um definitely let's see what happens um I'm rooting for my team to come back next week. <laughs> so, but anyways, um, so we're going to talk about the the NFL now. I'm just going to run down some of the games that are going to happen um, coming up. Um, I know you you probably are a Saints fan, right? You're a Saints fan because <laughs> you're from you're Louisiana. All- you, all, you all Louisiana. You ain't never had no other team outside of Louisiana. Like you only go with Louisiana teams or is that like your oh, team? Oh, yeah, it's- I feel like it should be like that with everybody. They should all root for their home team. So I'm definitely a home team guy. Any any team from here, I'm rooting for. But, you know, in sports where we actually didn't have teams just yet, like before mm-hmm. we had the Pelicans, mm-hmm. we didn't have a team. I just followed players in the NBA, but I always was a Saints fan. Grew up watching. My, da- my daddy was always watching the Saints. Or the Cowboys, but mm-hmm. I always put so on. That was like so, your number one team. Yeah, Saints is my number one team. I was never a Cowboy fan, but <laughs> I used to them a lot because my dad would watch them when the Saints, when the what? Saints not doing good. 
Oh, so he would go for the Cowboys. Oh, okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. The Cowboys are actually going to be playing this Sunday, so I'm, I'm going to need you all. You know, they're actually going against my like one of our teams out here. I'm not really – I'm a Barry. I'm a Barry fan. You know, I'm, I am going to rip the 49ers because they're going against the Cowboys. And, you know, I want to make Ron, my hubby, mad <laughs> when it comes to that. But – um. It's a lot of interesting games. I'm just going to mention the interesting games on Sunday. So the 49ers are going against the Cowboys this Sunday. Who do you see winning in that game? Because the Cowboys, they did win the last game. They weren't doing too good previous games. Who do you who do you like? I'm, I'm thinking the Cowboys, even though, you know, I am from I am from California. I am a Bay Area fan. I kind of thinking the Cowboys going to pull through on this game. Who do you got? Yeah, I got the Cowboys as well because the Cowboys got more to play for than the 49ers. I think the 49ers chance, the 49ers chances of making the playoffs are pretty much dead. Cowboys actually still can make the playoffs. So they have a lot more to play for. And I think the, the momentum from last game is going to carry on into this one. And they're going to do pretty good. Andy Dalton starting to look uh, okay. Starting to look like the good Andy Dalton that we've all seen before. And, you know, Zeke, Zeke, Zeke need to step it up and play a little bit better. But now that they actually have a, they still have a chance to make the playoffs, I think they're going to do well for the rest of the season. So they're going to take this one. Yeah, I know they had a little blow, one of their players. But, um, yeah, definitely looking to see what happens. Um it's going to be an interesting game. I can't, you know, this Sunday. So it's, it's going to be a matchup. Um, I know, like I said, my hubby's excited. My actually my dad's a 49 fan. So we're going to see what happens. Hopefully there's no tears cried that day, but um, we don't see, you know, so I, I'm actually going for the Cowboys too. Like another interesting game that I, um, is the Buccaneers versus the Falcons. Who do you, who do you got in that game? That's a tricky game because it's a, uh a division game that's obviously two teams that's in the Saints division. So yeah, whenever our division play each other, you know, you can't, no matter how good each of the teams are, you could go either way because we all rivals. We all rival some kind of way. So yeah. Um, I think this might be a trap game for the Bucks. You think knowing so? the Falcons? Because I know how the Falcons just played us mm-hmm. in the last game. They actually was almost able to pull that game off and beat us. Even though we don't have our starting quarterback, you know, our defense is still pretty good right now. And the Falcons was in the game. So I think they might pull off an upset with the Bucks because the Bucks haven't been looking as good as the team that that's on paper for them. You look at the names that's on their team, you would think that they are automatic Super Bowl contenders and they haven't been looking that good lately. So the Falcons just might win this game. They, I think the, they play the Falcons two times in the next three weeks. They play this weekend, then they have another game, then they play the Falcons again. The weekend after, and the Falcons know that the Bucks. If the Bucks lose one more game, mm-hmm. not only will they lose the division, but they might not make the playoffs either. So they have two tries to keep the Bucks from making the playoffs. 
they're gonna get one of them. I think this. You think they're gonna get one? I don't, okay, I don't know. I kind of gonna. I'm kind of going for the Buccaneers, but we gonna see what happens. We gonna see what happens on Sunday. We gonna see what happens. Definitely. Um, the other game, you know, I gotta say this the last game, and we gonna go on to our topics. The Saints versus the Chiefs. Who you got on that game? You know, <laughs> I, I don't even know if I should ask you, but you know, the Chiefs are going against the Saints. What do you What do you see happening right there? Here, here's the thing. If we were able to get Drew Brees back this week, I think we would be able to keep the game close enough uh-huh. to have a chance to win because our defense has been playing pretty good this half of the season. So I think our defense can keep us in the game, but will our offense be able to score when our defense gives us opportunities? So Taysom Hill, he didn't look that good last game. You know, I don't know how he's going to do against the Chiefs defense. I don't think the Chiefs defense are that great to where we they just going to automatically shut us down. But we will have to outscore Patrick Mahomes and friends. So I don't know. Our defense might hold that down as well, but we will we capitalize on offense. Depending on who's the quarterback, if Drew Brees comes back, I think we're going to win. Okay. If not, I think we're going to lose a close. We're still going to have a close game even with Taysom Hill, but we not. I don't think Taysom Hill is going to make the crucial plays it's going to take to win that game against the Chiefs. Okay, we're going we to see what happens with your Saints and, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, definitely it's going to be an interesting game. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what happens. Um, I'm not, not going to give my predictions. I, I'm not going to give my predictions yet because I do got people I like Kansas City Chiefs and you guys I like the Saints. So I'm, I'm thinking it's going to be a, a really close game. So we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens with that one. Um, so we're going to talk. We're going to we done talking about sports. We're going to talk about some other stuff going on, like some craziness, you know. So Donald Trump finally took the, the loss, talking about politics. I guess we had the college electoral votes that he wanted to recast and we recounted that. And um, I know a lot of people, it's kind of like, I'm like kind of divided with Joe Biden and Trump. They both, I don't know. We're going to see what happens this year. Hopefully it's better than next year is better than this year. Um, so we got the vaccine now. A lot of people are talking about the vaccine. You know, me being a healthcare worker, working in the hospital and I do direct patient care um, in nursing and I deal with patients all the time. And it's like, you know, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm head, I'm dealing with it head on. I'm, I'm actually, you know, I'm scared. You know, I don't, they already offered us the vaccine. They said, as soon as it comes out, do you want to get the vaccine? I'm still hesitant. Me like being personally, there's a lot of people that are going to get it. I want to see what happens. You know what I'm saying? Cause the vaccine that you um, there's things you need to know about the vaccine. One is you need two doses of the vaccine. Um, they only did one dose on the people in the trial, so we don't we don't know what's going to happen. The first dose already there are people saying there are some side effects to where they're having some face um, face um, their face is like kind of like paralyzed. And then there's some people saying they get headaches, fever, cold sweat, some of the same symptoms that you get with COVID. Um, I haven't really had anybody saying anything of shortness of breath. 
but there are people complaining of like muscle aches and headache and fever. Now with all these like lists of things going on and they also saying that if you are getting pregnant or if you are gonna get pregnant to not take the vaccine, what, what are your thoughts on the vaccine that knowing, you know, this, this, this is rapidly happening. The FDA, um, they said they approved it or they kind of approved it. It's like still in the works. Like, what do you think about this vaccine? You think it's too soon to take it or would you be the first one in line? Well, you said a mouthful when you said too soon, because just to touch on that part, uh, I find it funny that for a virus that you, had no idea where it started or I'm not going to say no idea. Uh -huh. I wasn't sure how it started or how it's spreading and didn't have much information about it to keep it from spreading the way it did that you got a vaccine made for it less than a year. But there's other diseases and viruses that you still don't have vaccines for that have been killing people for hundreds and thousands of years. You don't have a vaccine for that, but a pandemic came out with this, with this virus, killed a lot of people in a short period of time and y'all already have a vaccine. So that's the first skeptical thing about that, okay? Second, if you got all these side effects, you got all these warnings about what's gonna happen after you take this vaccine or who would wanna hurry up and rush to put that in their body when we know it's going to do things to us that our body is going to probably react to in a negative way so your body's not going to lie to you you put something in your body and react negatively that means it's not supposed to be there so i mean that's just common sense right there so i'm not in a rush to take it the only way i would probably it this would have to be a last a last resort like if I can't, if I just completely can't live my life uh -huh. without taking the vaccine, it's either you choose to suffer and die off not being able to do anything. Yeah. Or you take the vaccine and you can go back to living your life with whatever this is in your body and let whatever happens happen. Like when it comes down to I have no choice, then I'll take it. But if I have a choice, I'm not taking it until I don't have a choice. I'm not putting something in my body to possibly treat something that I didn't catch yet. Or if I did catch it, it's gone already or whatever. You know, I'm not, I'm good. Whatever I'm doing now is working for me now. So I'm gonna keep doing that until I have to. Hopefully I don't. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, I read a lot of I read a lot of other things and I don't want to get into all that because that's a whole nother conversation that would take too long to explain. A lot of people out there would reject that information. But uh, -huh. uh I know uh a lot of other things about that vaccine, which is why yeah. I'm not taking it. But you know, too much to explain here. I mean, if anybody wanna do their research on the vaccine, which I would advise them to, uh -huh. you're gonna some of the things I'm talking about when you when you run across it but I advise everybody to really do their research and not just take people word for it that oh the vaccine is just going to get everything back to normal okay but will you be normal yeah. like will your, will your body be normal after yeah. you take the vaccine life like the world and everything is going to 
start running back, but what about you? It's all about you, you know? It's up to you. Yeah, that's that's another thing is like I know when your your body has its own protective mechanisms to fight off stuff when it when you get stuff in your body. So like like they're saying like there are like people like their defense that people are getting all these different symptoms and side effects that are related to like because the body's rejecting that 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 chemical or that substance that they're putting you because actually with a vaccine they actually always put a little bit of the disease inside the vaccine that's how it works they put it inside there to put in your body and see if your body's going to fight it off and then it produces its own antibodies but that that right there there's a lot of people that that don't have that capability like i think of older people and people that don't have the right type of structure to handle that type of thing and those are some of the people that are also having these big side effects so like you said I recommend everyone do your research, read everything that you need to read about it before you sign the dotted line and take that shot. Because like you said, this is something you can't go backwards on. Like once they put that shot in your body, like it's going to do whatever it needs to do to your body and it's going to be with you. And then a lot of, a lot of things that I like thought about is they're saying, don't take it if you plan on getting pregnant. What if like you get the shot and you want to get pregnant later on? Like, is that going to stay in your body to where it affects you when you get pregnant? Or is that going to like, is that going to alter you from getting pregnant? Like nobody knows that yet because this is still new. This is something new. This hasn't even been out there long enough for us to even know all the side effects. And that's another thing that I'm skeptical on. I want to, I want everybody else. I want the UK. I want, everybody to test it out and then I'll make my decision. I'm still going to be skeptical because I'm like you. I'm one of those people that I, I do my reading. I do my research. I just don't take anything into my body and us knowing, you know, I'm not going to say like this because, you know, African-Americans, we have always been the guinea pig within these type of research things. And um, me like going back on history, um, I'm not saying, you know, like every, everything is like that but a lot of history shown to be like present to where there are like it's not really guaranteed so i don't know if i could really trust the government right now with the vaccine or pfizer or anyone else you know telling me to take this vaccine like you said i haven't got covid i've been tested i, I don't have it i test negative so until that time comes we're gonna see what happens you know we, we're definitely gonna see what happens it is it is pretty interesting you know to just know and then there's another thing you should know everyone is going to be qualified for the vaccine so they're saying if you're on medicaid medicare any type of insurance they're going to cover you if you want the vaccine is free to you which is like this is another thing like they're pushing this vaccine on everyone because they're saying everyone can get it so that's another thing to think about like why are they pushing this vaccine on everyone well to add on to that my thing is why are they pushing it on us? And, you know, there's so many people that tested positive and don't have the virus anymore without taking a vaccine. Mm -hmm. So what about all those cases? What about the cases where people caught the virus and 14 days later, they don't have it no more? Like, they beat all, the virus, yeah. Yeah, so would we need to take a vaccine for if we already beaten it now, you know? From what I'm hearing is people that uh, already have health conditions and older mm -hmm. people mostly dying from the virus. 
Yeah. I hear cases of people that don't have any health issues that's dying from it as well. But most cases that test positive end up testing negative two weeks or maybe a month later. So what is going on with our bodies that we're able to get rid of the virus without a vaccine? And if we're able to do that, why do we have to take a vaccine anyway? Like, is there something else we need to know about, about this virus that y'all not saying? That's beyond us just getting over it in 14 days? Because I know a lot of people that I'm close with that test, uh -huh. that test positive and uh -huh. They really wasn't feeling any symptoms. Uh -huh. Like they felt symptoms for maybe like two or three days and then they went away. And then uh -huh. 14 days later, they were good to go. Uh -huh. So if we getting rid of the virus like that already, then why I'm gonna go rush and, you know, like I feel like there's more to this vaccine than just trying to protect us from the virus uh -huh. that we are already beating. like. There's way a, a way higher percentage of people recovering from the virus than people that's dying. But what, what you notice is they report the deaths more than the recoveries. So I think that's uh there's an agenda behind that, you know. That's just it's how all I money. it's money, it's money, everything adds up to money. And Pfizer is like a multi-billion dollar company that producing this and they're funded by the government now. So that's all money going towards them. And um, like you said, there's all these other diseases that we have out there, you know, that they haven't had a, a cure for, a vaccine for, but all of a sudden they got a vaccine for this new virus that That's came out during the Trump administration um, that we don't really know where it came. They said it came from an animal in China. And then they said, it came, you know, it's a lot of different stories about, was it creating a lab? Was it, was it, in, was it came from an animal? Like that is a mystery that you know only some of us know about so we definitely you know i'm it's a lot of skeptical in this in it like i'm thinking like okay like i understand like some people that want to get the vaccine because like i have people like nurses i work with they want to get the vaccine because they feel like oh what if i come in contact with somebody that has covid and i can't fight it off um i need the vaccine but like is the vaccine really the cure like you said like there's people that they're fighting it without even taking anything. Like, I feel like I had COVID in January and then, you know what I'm saying? And I just like slept it off, took some NyQuil and like let it go through my system. But you know, there are people, like you said, that haven't beaten it. So it's, and they're saying also like the vaccine is like this, this, this uh, COVID-19 is getting stronger and that is mutating to be a, a bigger virus is which, which is some of the reason by that. And they're like, we need a vaccine because it's getting yeah. stronger. <laughs> and, and, and another thing just, but to make this quick so we don't take too long yeah. Yeah. about it. Um, it started off with coronavirus and now all of a sudden we don't even call it coronavirus the most COVID-19. Yeah. And COVID a lot of people think they, a lot of people think it's the same thing, but no, it's coronavirus is the virus, COVID-19 is the disease. Mm -hmm. So you have to, you don't just get COVID uh, or I don't know how you just test positive for COVID before you test positive for the coronavirus. I feel like it's almost the same thing as what HIV is to AIDS. You know, HIV is the virus, AIDS is the disease. Mm -hmm. So are we getting vaccines for the virus or the disease? So 
my thing is there's so much miss i mean uh there's so much information that they threw out there that kind of cross cancels each other but people just kind of totally blindsided yeah they just they just they just paying attention to the recent news but not understanding how some of the news that's coming out today is contradicting the old news see I, I i pay attention and keep up with everything that's being said and that's why a lot of stuff is not making sense to me now because i thought this was coronavirus uh -huh. now it's covid19 covid19 is the disease it's another yeah it's another it's another type of the corona coronavirus is like the flu virus and then this is another yeah. type of flu virus this is another type that's what they're saying like like stronger right it's like killing people but um yeah, like, and then I think about it, like, why are we getting, why are we still getting the flu shot then? So we got to get the flu shot and the, and the COVID-19, like, vaccine? Like, I don't, I don't know. It's crazy. You know, kind of stuff <laughs> some stuff in our DNA. I know, like, I don't know. Let's, we'll we'll know. I don't know. It's crazy. But um, we're not going to talk about that anymore because we talked about that enough. Um, we're going to go on to some other news. Okay, talking about COVID, um, so Ashanti was supposed to go against Keisha Cole in the versus battle. You heard about that, right? So I guess um, Ashanti did report that she was positive for COVID. She is at home and she is staying. She didn't go on social media and say she is doing okay. I guess she doesn't have as, as much symptoms as most people have. She says she is um, not in pain. She's actually doing well. She's She's trying to get back. And they're actually going to have another versus battle on January 9th um i'm excited now like if the versus battle did happen who did you have did you have keisha cole or did you you know who do you have ashanti like it's it's kind of like it's kind of like with me i don't know i had, I had ashanti but keisha cole had some hits so it's kind of hard to choose it's hard to decide on that because depending on what kind of fan of music you're you are you're gonna lean to see ashanti did a lot of hits that you know next to rappers mm -hmm. you know i feel like uh, most of ashanti's hits are things she did with rappers so ashanti is more of a hip-hop r&b singer to me than keisha cole keisha cole does some you know songs that really make you sit down and think uh you know she does a little bit more singing than ashanti does and if you like r b music like r b not hip-hop r b but r b yeah. you're gonna lean towards keisha cole mm -hmm. but ashanti if you like rap you're gonna you're gonna lean towards ashanti that's how i figured that that's gonna be i don't know who judges the versus battles to be real but um i think that's why it's gonna be torn between you know if you were hip-hop you're going with ashanti if you r b you're going with keisha cool yeah yeah definitely see i didn't know i didn't know you know like like you i didn't even know that the versus battle was started i had to like i was like okay the versus battle started by timberland and swiss beats they're the ones that originally, you know, came up with this idea in the beginning of this pandemic. Cause like, you know, in the beginning of the pandemic where everybody was locked in their house, it was like, 
what are we going to do now? So a lot of people did jump on the social media, like it did, like we're doing now Zoom and different things like that. So Timberland and um, Swiss Beats are actually the ones that came up with the whole versus thing. And they started it to all these battles, which I, I think like the best battle, I think this is one of the good battles I'm interested to see. I'm kind of like, I'm torn between them. I kind of want to go to Shanti. I kind of want to go to Keisha Cole. So I'm going to see what happens when it comes January 9th. But um, I think out of the best battles, I personally like the Snoop battle. Um, did you see that with the Snoop battle? Oh, uh, I didn't. I never. I, I, I never caught all the all the versus battles. That's one I didn't uh, catch yet. So yeah, with the, the way my schedule is, mm -hmm. a lot of things I watch, I gotta catch up on. I gotta go watch them, you know, later. You know, I oh, already yeah. see other people's opinions about them before I even watch them. Sometimes that's why sometimes I end up not watching them because I've already seen everybody's opinions about them. So. Whatever ones saying, oh man, they hype this one up. This one is trash. I don't go watch those because everybody's saying it's trash. You know, I'm not gonna yeah. waste my time watching trash. So I, I, I actually forgot the opinions about the Snoop one. I never watched that one yet. That mm -hmm. is one I need to catch up because I like Snoop. Snoop is the OG of hip hop. You know, everybody should be following up what's going on with Snoop. So shame on me for that. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna go catch up. And watch that one for sure. I did catch the Gucci Man and uh Gucci Man and um yeah Jeezy, right? Which one? Okay, so in that battle, like I I, I Gucci Man, I think I don't know. It's like Gucci Man was kind of there with Jeezy, but then Jeezy has some good 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 hits too. Like who did you have for that battle? Because it was like it was kind of like I don't know. If it, well, if you if you as old. As I am, if you're around my age, you're definitely going to say Jeezy won that battle. Yeah. Because Jeezy do have more hits than Gucci Man. Yeah. Gucci Man, it seemed like he came on there on some personal stuff more yeah. than versus battle. So, you know, him opening up with the song that he made for the uh, versus battle, battle, it was cool. Like, that's a cool start off, you know, like, that's uh -huh. dope. Now, the part where he took a shot at Jesus' homeboy that tried to kill him, you know? Yeah, that was a little personal. It was very deep. It actually, you know, it actually was a, a hard sh shot fired at Jeezy. And the mm -hmm. way Jeezy responded to that was genius. It was like, yeah. looked like y'all planned that. You know, it looked like that was planned. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I don't know if they had a talk before the verses. But definitely, you know, they were, it seemed like there's still some animosity between them, but I don't know, like the way you said it, like it could have went both ways. And I think Jeezy handled that like really good being how he used to be. <laughs> yeah, both both of them being how they used to be and then watching them, you know, you could, you know, nobody can blame Gucci man for doing that on the show because at the end of the day, man, your homeboy tried to take my life. Like I'm never gonna forgive that. Like, yeah, and I'll, I'll I'll I would celebrate me, you know, handling somebody that tried to take my life as well. Like, yeah, you actually tried to take me off of this earth a long time ago, but you failed. So yeah. I just wanted to let you know that I'm never gonna forget that. And you know, yeah, 
You didn't know oh, you thought I wasn't gonna play this song today. You thought I was gonna let this slide. No, I'm playing this song and then I'm gonna talk trash about your homeboy after just to let you know. So everybody thought that something would really escalate uh-huh. on the sh- on the on the battle, like uh-huh. during the battle. Like people were yeah. that into it, like dang man, something could really go down right here live on the versus battle. But Gucci handled it like a grown man, and then at the end. You know, gave him the uh the olive rose or whatever that was he gave him and Gucci man, you know, the fact that he knew what that meant, that's what Jesus was saying. Like, so you even know what this means when I give you this rose and you accepted it. That was real. And then they did so icy. Like that was a good way to close yeah, that off. Close it off. Like, yeah. They, because they ended it like that, I don't think people even worried about who won or lost. That uh-huh. was just show yeah it was kind of like them like like breaking bread and closing their argument right making amends to like their their long-term battle and their fight with each other mm-hmm. i think i appreciated that especially you know two black men coming together finally and mm-hmm. and making amends it's kind of hard sometimes so i i appreciated that on that that part with something like that yeah yeah, so I think that was one of the good ones too. So definitely I'm looking forward to Shanti and Keisha Cole. We don't know who's gonna win, but definitely um I'm I'm definitely interested to see, you know, what happens with that. Um, so I know I won't take up too much of your time. We're gonna just talk about power now <laughs> and then wrap it up because I know you don't got too much time. And I'm really glad that you did take time out of your busy, busy schedule to sit down with me and talk about some stuff going on. So Power, you know, power to um, don't got ghosts on there anymore. And it's a little different now because we got Mary J. Blige on there playing Monet. She's like one of the like king, I guess, like, what do you want to say? Like king, not kingpin, but queen pin in the show. Queen pin in the show. Like she's like the head honcho in the drug game. She's like, she teamed up with Tariq. Tariq is working for her at the college and you know he has he has i thought it was really smart <laughs> the way they have it like planned out like he has like these study guys and he actually is like trapped he's actually trafficking the drugs through the school using the study guys as his tool which i thought was really genius to even do that and but you know on the other hand it's kind of like it's kind of like it's kind of tricky because he could easily get exposed at the same time so like this whole season has been about that. They haven't, you know, of course, Ghost is gone. They're still trying to figure out who who actually killed Ghost. And we're closing in on that. Tasha's still going to court. And, you know, and a lot of things happened this last thing. I guess it was called Sex Week, this last episode. And Tyreek actually found out that his roommate's girlfriend was actually, you know, the niece, the niece, you know, to Proctor. So we're like, like the niece, you know, so what do, what do you think about the whole episode like and everything that like went down like so far do you do you think Tariq should have told his roommate about what happened well here's the thing um i'm a i'm gonna start i'm gonna start from back from the we never talked about power before so i'm gonna just give my opinion okay. about the okay. whole show so far okay okay go ahead so this season of power is supposed to be picking up where power book is supposed to be picking up where power left off. Yeah. 
I want to give my opinion about how that's going so far. So far, mm-hmm. as a power, diehard power fan, yeah. I watch every episode of every season. Mm-hmm. They're not matching up with, you know, the, with the, the intensity. Yeah, y'all not matching up the intensity. The acting is not as good. Yeah, then. So the acting is not as good. The plots and the setups are not as genius as they were on Power. Like, it's too many things going on in there where you'll be like, oh, man, they, they took some steps down on this one. Now, mm-hmm. this episode, it's like the last episode is kind of like where they mm-hmm. should have been from episode one. Like yeah. this episode, the episode six was getting there too. Bringing back, you know, bringing two bit back in the show and all mm-hmm. that, you know, as y'all starting to bring more people from the last show back into it, it's starting to get more interesting. Okay, so we always have somebody getting shot in a very unique way on yeah. power. Okay, mm-hmm. so far only two people got shot, and we almost done with the season. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? yeah. So it's not like we want to see violence, but that's what you normally would see. They mm-hmm. take it. They taking too long to build up Tyreek slowly becoming ghosts. Yeah. That's what's going on. Tyreek is slowly becoming what ghost was, and he's starting to notice that. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of things he get caught sitting down thinking about stuff, noticing that, hey man, I just told my dad, I just killed my dad for the person he is, mm-hmm. and I'm becoming him right now. Yeah, right. I think, yeah, they taking too long to get to that. Like we should already be convinced that Tyreek is becoming ghost. It well, he is ghost. Yeah. He's the second coming to that's what we we should already be convinced right now. I think they're gonna wait till the last episode. The final finale. Yeah, y'all gonna which is in three more shows. Yeah. Y'all wait till then to finally put the nail on the coffin with okay, boom. Now we understand what Tyreek is going to be now, but we're going to have to wait till the next season to really see it. You know, like yeah. I think they should bring back somebody else from the old, the, uh, the uh, press show to make people want to tune into the next one. Because so far, you know, like I actually go on the forums that they have on Facebook to see everybody's opinion. Mm-hmm. Everybody the same way I do. Man, the acting is not as good. You know, a lot of people don't like Mary J. They can't take her serious, you know. Mm. And you could tell she's trying hard and she's getting better every episode. Yeah. But you just can't take her serious. Like, yeah. she's not selling it to where I mean, like. Yeah, she's like, she's the queen pin, right? She's not, like, like even the scene with her, her, her son, remember he hit her? Like, she didn't, like, I don't know. Like, she ain't serious enough. Like, I think, I don't know if it's because I know her as, I don't know, she doesn't have that that role that drive like like she should have got up and beat the hell out of her yeah son. like it should have been yeah. more like i don't know if she needs to follow somebody that's the actual queen pin to get that actual role going for her like she needs to be she and she's from the hood so you would think she yeah. would have more that um that you know character coming into play but i think she's been maybe a two been in hollywood too long out and she forgot about her roots but she she ain't bringing it like I want to bring it like I'm I thought I was like I was like okay Mary J Blige they replaced her with they replaced Ghost with her but she's she's not giving it and 
I think that's what's lacking. And I feel like they don't really have a storyline. They're just trying to drag out the storylines they have to get to the end of the season because they really don't have anything that good to put into the show. So we're just getting like little stuff. Yeah, like that's a good point because I think that's why they did the mid-season finale because I think they had to go alter and change a few things to make it because so far the feedback they were getting from the first five episodes, everybody was like, nah, man, this ain't it. Yeah. This ain't it. So yeah. the fact that y'all doing a mid-season, a mid-season break, like I don't remember them. I think they did it yeah. for the last season of Power, but yeah. I don't remember them doing that for any other seasons mm-hmm. besides last season. Yeah. And now y'all taking mid-season breaks and it's not even that great for us to want to wait that long to see the next like we just like everybody that's still tuning in we just giving y'all a chance we know what y'all are capable of we just waiting to see it get better because right now you know like the last episode we're like okay now we getting there yeah we try to finally merge somebody you know uh uh, it looked like um kane is starting to drift away and want to do his own thing so we already know kane is gonna be his own thing real soon on the show is like that that should have already been in place yeah that should have already been in place but we it's it's getting better i'm gonna give them that much it's getting a little you know who i they need to bring back i thought they said tommy tommy needs to come back on the show they need to bring somebody like tommy back Mm -hmm. on the show to to spice it up a little bit they need to bring tommy back on the show you know I'm thinking that's that I heard rumors they're trying to get Tommy back on. Like Tommy's not too far. He's in California. They need to bring that spin-off in the show because right now, um, Mary J. Blige ain't giving us that that power presentation. Yeah. We need she we need somebody else. Too much. She try like she trying to keep it together. Like she trying to stay like a cool, calm, you know we're going to do this like this and we're going to do this like that. She's not giving us no, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like, like you would expect somebody with yeah, that she, much power to she be, like be a little bit more raunchy. Yeah. She giving too much classy. Now we need, we need, we need, we need that raunchiness from her. We need that yeah. raunchiness from her right now. We need Good. that raunchiness from her and she being too, too classy. Now yeah. I think, I don't know if she looks at herself on camera I think that's what she needs to do. She needs to like go back and watch her episodes and see like, you know, like Empire, okay? Empire for Empire for example. Now she brings it, right? She brings it like she needs to come with that same energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Come with that well, energy. See, you know what else is, you know what else I noticed? Like being that you gotta make this seem like this is something that's really going on. Mm-hmm. She always look well put together in every scene like they should have some scenes where she should be getting up out of bed her hair should be nappy she should be <laughs> yeah like she should be getting so up real out... yeah like she should be sleeping somebody should call her she should be getting up out of her sleep like what the hell are you calling me at this time of night for you know and her hair should you know like her hair is always done so everybody is just too well put together <laughs> throughout the whole show like y'all all look like y'all about to get out and go have a nightcap together in every scene like yeah. y'all all too clean like everything is too clean it don't look realistic 
Like that's 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 another thing that's not selling me. Like she's too, like you said, classy in every scene. Mm-hmm. And if you're gonna be a queen pin, we gotta see some hood. We gotta see some hood. We gotta hear some yeah. more vulgar language. We gotta see more realistic things that people in her situation, how they would really handle that part, you know. She don't get up and go drive nowhere and go see about nothing. You know, it's always, you go handle this. You go handle that. Why this is not getting, you know, she stay in the house too much. <clears throat> yeah. Now, um, I, I don't know. She's, I don't know. She needs to come a little bit harder than she coming for sure. Like when her son hit her, she should, she should have been the one. And it's not like, okay, I appreciate the scene when he did visit his dad in jail. And you know he he like took control, but then I don't, I don't know. I feel like she should have been the one to do that. She should have been the one. It would have been yeah, more. She, it would have been more better if 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 she would have if she would have put like she would have been the one behind it saying okay, you know, like don't do that to me ever again, like type of thing. It would have been like a little better. But um, they want to believe that she's that important to where he shouldn't like he. If we should have really felt that he really messed up after he hit her. They didn't yeah. sell it. Like yeah. everybody else just sat there and just looked. Mm. You know, she just slapped his hand and mm. then looked at him and that was it. Like she should have got up, went get a pot out the out the stove and start beating him with it. Yeah, like children, Yeah, the children should have been holding him down, like, hey man, what, what's going on? Why you hit mama? You know, we didn't get none of that. Like yeah. it was just a broom. And she looked and slapped his hand, and that was it. And then he got taken care of in jail. Mm. And I was like, okay, that, that's all right. But, you know, but you could tell that that's the beginning of him separating from everybody. Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Because he yeah. already felt a little animosity towards that mm-hmm. little situation because he got, you know, kind of his manhood taken down during that mm-hmm. scene right there. But, um, and but he's like, trying he... to plot on Tyreek. See, he making the other guy feel like, she's choosing Tyreek over him. Yeah, because he is kind of jealous because mm-hmm. he wants to be the one handling everything. He don't want anyone else mm-hmm. taking his shine away, like especially Tyreek. Because like if you see it now, Monet is kind of treating Tyreek like her son, like kind of mm-hmm. like her son. And they don't want, they don't want, they don't want him in that category. Like he wants to be the number one. He wants to be the one. The he wants to be the only one, the go-to person. He don't want her to go to Tyreek at all. That's why he's trying to bring. Now, what did you think about that scene when um, what's her son's name? The one we're talking about that hit. What's the name of him in the, in the show? Kane. Kane. Okay. What do you think about Kane when Kane actually came to Tyreek's room? Tyreek wasn't there, but his roommate was there with his brother, and he, and he took them and had them actually go on the street and sell his drugs. Like, what did you think about that whole scene? That was him basically taking over the situation mm-hmm. and actually trying to mess up Tyreek's uh you know way of doing it you know after he fi- that was his that was the time where he figured out who Tyreek had working with him to mm-hmm. move the product he came over there to see what was up so how mm-hmm. y'all doing this what's up Tyreek wasn't there and you know Tyreek's roommate basically let him know who he was, who he was, and how, what they was doing. Mm. So Kane came over there to take matters into his own hand, mm. and that's how he ended up getting picked up by the cops because he was too reckless with it. Mm. But he basically came and he wanted to let them know, yeah, y'all, 
y'all working with Tyree, but he worked for us. So we gonna handle this. This is how we do things. And he 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 was just tr- pretty much trying to show where he feel what 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 his position is in this whole organization. That's that was him just, you know, like a lot of the stuff that's going on in these episodes, you could tell is based on the 48 laws of power, which that was mentioned in the episode that just passed. Like there was yeah. different examples of the 48 laws of power that they all display in different ones. Yeah. So definitely a lot of divide and conquer going on in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Yeah. I see there's like there's a lot of like trying to take power. Um so it's interesting to see what happens, how it plays out. Um I I, I feel like it's it's gonna it's gonna be a time when they're gonna have to like they're gonna have to do more with Tyreek's role, like you said. Like we're still like trying to see him as ghost. And he's not taking on the full ghost role yet. So Yeah, we're not seeing no genius ideas. Like he coming up with some good stuff is not as genius as the things Ghost was pulling off. Like Ghost is like a black James Bond. Uh-huh. Not getting a James Bond from Tyreek. I'm just getting a, a smart kid uh-huh. that's gonna make himself, you know bring himself up in the in the in the in the drug game or you know what i'm saying like he's a smart kid but i don't feel he's a a gangster you know Ghost yeah, he don't like, he don't have that gangster mentality like yeah. he don't he don't he don't you don't you don't see that coming from him right now he's too he's like like you said a smart kid like a schoolboy type of schoolboy yeah. selling drugs but he he do, and you know tyreek before he he been in like he even before power he was in a lot of movies where he was playing more of like the gangster role so it's it's kind of weird like he can't like I feel like he should be putting more of that into this role too. Yeah, they should all be some gangsters like on some gangster stuff by now. It's too much. Uh, you know, I got it. I get it that he's in college and that has uh, a huge part with you know the way he acts, yeah, and stuff like that because you know ghosts left in the will that tyree can't get anything from his will until he graduates college mm-hmm. which that's what people need to pay attention to mm-hmm. ghost had that in the will as if he knew he was gonna die before tyree graduated from college so that's another thing people got to keep in mind right right so yeah, do so, you think Ghost is uh are they gonna, I don't wanna say that Ghost ain't dead because we know Ghost they say Ghost is dead, but it's crazy though. It's yeah, crazy. the it, Ghost can't be dead because the fact that Tyreek, that's the only reason why uh what's that? What's her name? Who are you talking about? Tasha? Tasha. Tasha. That's the only reason Tasha is trying to fight so hard to keep Tyreek from getting. Yeah, she up. wants him to get, graduate. Yeah, she wants him to graduate because they know that's the only way they're going to get the money whatever. from the well. Yeah, any of them. Exactly. Now, what do and you think? Tyre- okay, so Method Man, Method Man is the lawyer. He's trying to bring down Tyreek, too. He's working with the whole thing. What do you think about his role in this whole little show? He's playing both sides. And yeah. I think he's siding with Tyreek more because he's really trying to defeat sex. Mm-hmm. See, he's making sex feel like he's with him and getting sex yeah, to mess sex. up. Yeah, because yeah, he got his own plan. He's really on the side with Tyree. Mm-hmm. But Method Man is actually on some more genius type of things 
going on in the show than Tyreek is, you know, and Tyreek should be the one doing all it. Like, you see how Tyreek yeah. showed up in the courtroom? You see, mm -hmm. I don't think they, they, they did that part good enough. They should have like, did. They should have played that up more. Like I, don't, yeah, like, I feel like they should have played that up more. Like yeah, they should have like, been more. That should have been more. Like that should have been more carried out because I was like, that was like a big part of the show. That, that little piece yeah. right there. That was. And then, why do you think? Like I said, why do you think he didn't tell his roommate? Like after he found out, why do you think he think he just holding that in for himself? Like why wouldn't he tell? Like your girl is really, you know. Because Tyreek don't want to let his roommate know what's really going on. Mm -hmm. And now that he's finding out, he found out that moment who his roommate's girl really is and what she's really doing. Yeah. So now that he knew that, Tyreek tried to find a way to make them separate without telling them the truth. That's why he made up the story the about- The story about their trying, she was trying to sleep with him. Even yeah. She was trying to set him up too. Yeah. So another another display of divide and conquer going on right there. Mm -hmm. Now, the way they set up Tyreek being in the courtroom like that, y'all didn't set that up enough. We didn't see yeah. how he, yeah, we didn't see how he got in there. We saw he was following, you know, the her the uh was whatever her name is there. And then all of a sudden, after you go down in the subway, Tyreek just sitting down in the courtroom like this. Like how you got in there, like. Right. How you, you know, how you got in there and nobody noticed who you are. You yeah, nobody saw Patrick. you. Nobody saw you. Nobody saw you. Was, she didn't see you. Nobody saw you. Nobody saw you in the background. <laughs> Come on, man. That, that was that was too lazy on that one. Yeah, that was that was kind of like I don't know. They should they should mm -hmm. do more with that. But kind of like I'm like I want to like sometimes I shake my head at the writers like what then I don't know like they didn't they didn't put too much into that but. I think like that you said, I think that's why they're doing this mid-season finale because they're trying to go back. Like you said, they're seeing like the feedback in from the mm -hmm. fans like me and you. And they're seeing that maybe they, they do need to work more on like the acting with Mary J. Blige and her role and the, um, the role with Tyreek. So definitely looking forward to next next show. You know what I'm saying? Um I'm 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 really I'm really itching. I'm hoping it gets a little better. I'm like you. I'm watching it to see if it gets better, because you know, mm -hmm. like some scenes, I'm like, oh, I don't know about that acting, but um, we'll see what happens. Um, and I I want to definitely want I definitely want to see how Tyreek, you know, tries to come a little bit better than he than he is right now. So we're gonna see. Um, do you think? Do you think that? Um, do you do you think that um do you see um okay now that Tyreek tried to break up his roommate and his girl do you I don't do you ever think that Tyreek and his roommate are gonna like split up I don't know I feel like they're gonna eventually split too probably so which you know his roommate is somebody that's kind of like being taught the gangster life you mm -hmm. know. He's green to everything. And it's like he's starting to learn. And being that they both smart kids, he's yeah. eventually gonna start figuring out that Tyreek not telling them everything. That's why they made sure we heard that part. You mm. said you wasn't gonna lie to me. Yeah. Yeah, you wasn't gonna lie to him. Okay, that's the start of something yeah. that's gonna end up happening later on with them separating later on in the, you know, in the episodes or whatever. Mm -hmm. So 
they all pretty much like they all trying to split everybody up to where they're gonna all have their own thing going on which mm. is a lot of what was going on in power power so with, yeah with that's probably what love. we went change up in the mid-season finale like okay we got to get some more interesting stuff going it's too much yeah too much togetherness too much you know yeah take easy and it's too much taking too long to build up to what's what we really want to see yeah so we'll see i'm waiting you know we're gonna keep we're gonna keep waiting for that um but yeah we're gonna see what happens thank you know again for sharing your 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 thoughts on the show you know definitely we're gonna talk more about that um i'm gonna end the show because i know i took a lot of your time up um you talked about your album again tell everybody where they can find you again really quick okay um on facebook just type in Duke Dog, and that's D-U-K-E-D-A-W-G. All one, well, no, all one word on Instagram. Same thing, Duke Dog 84. Just type in Duke Dog, D-U-K-E-D-A-W-G. You should find me. Definitely. You can find me on YouTube. Well, if you want to find what I worked on previously on YouTube, you just type in Hub City Records. Up of city records everything i'm part of with my label and whatever that should all be on there definitely check out hub city records check out dude dog you know not you know it's crazy when you told me your first name i'm not gonna tell you not gonna tell everybody your name <laughs> yeah. but i learned a lot about you know from your name and it's just a cool name that you should actually go by but <laughs> You know, I actually like Duke too, though. But thank you again. You want to give your shout outs before we end the show? Oh, well, I'm going to shout you out for bringing me on, first and foremost. Shout out to Keo, you know what I'm saying? That's the homie right there. And uh, everybody who's tuning in, if you got to this part of the show to even hear the shout out, you the real MVP. Yeah. <laughs> and shout out to everybody, you know, who close to me and are part of the projects that I talked about earlier, you know, there's going to be some good stuff and hopefully we could all benefit from that one day because that's the plan. And that's a wrap. I don't have too many more. All right. That sounds good. Thank you again, Duke, for being on the show. You guys can find them Hub City Records. You know, look that, look that up on YouTube. It's some hot, you know, some hot stuff. You find out a lot about Duke. Yeah, he produced a lot of hot songs. And we can't wait to hear your song coming out. You know, I'm, I'm going to definitely be looking out for that link on your page, Facebook. Look up Duke Dog 84 Go to Instagram. Go to Facebook. Go to Spotify. All that stuff. All platforms. You know, all platforms, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of Hub City Record stuff should be on all a lot of platforms. Oh, okay. Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. You can find us on all those. Just Google. Google Hub City Records and something should pull up. Definitely. Um, I do appreciate you again. Um, if you haven't seen my past shows, everybody check out my past interview shows. Um, Duke, it's always a pleasure talking to you. I hope you have a really blessed day. Uh, we gonna talk yeah. more power later. <laughs> and Let I'm me a- in and say this one last thing what? as far as the Hub City. What? I noticed that there's also a Hub City in California, which is Compton. Yeah. And sometimes we get a lot of people from them 
saying we not the real hub sitting there. Let me just go ahead and put this out here for anybody <laughs> watching this that may be from Compton. Okay. Compton, there's a hub city in every state. Mm -hmm. We are the hub city of Louisiana, which is right. Lafayette. Y'all the hub city of California. So really, we're all one big family when it comes to when it comes to being a hub city, because every state has a hub city. So just to put that out there, we're not trying to steal Compton's name. We're not trying to act like we're from Compton, any of that. We just the hub city of Louisiana. So I just want to let everybody know that part. Thank you for that. You know, I do have family in LA that do watch my show. So, you know, definitely, you know, thanks for clearing that up. Shout out to all my friends, my family out there that tune in and, um, Again, thank you, Duke, for coming on the show. I'm definitely going to thank my hubby, you know, for making this happen. You know, you're always a good guest. You're always welcome to come on my show and talk about power. I always like your feedback, your in intellectual thoughts, and you're like, you just, you know, you do have, you know, like some good stuff to say, and I'm, I'm thank you again for coming on, and um, I just hope you have a good day. Thank you. My pleasure being here. All right, Duke. Well, I'll, I'll I'll talk to you later. You have a nice day. All right. All right. Peace All out, right. everybody. Peace out. Talk to you later. Bye.